Hi, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast, so let's get to it. Why not? Once again, you will hear Gary in the background making noise because he's working and we are still in our close quarters. <laughs> We're going to be this way for a while. So, you just have to listen to him go click, click, click. And I like the sound of that because it means he's working. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit more about Gary because I really, really do like talking about Gary sometimes. He's chuckling. Gary does not like cilantro. I love cilantro. Is there anything better than the smell of things like cilantro and basil, rosemary, thyme? I just, I love it. I love all of that. But um, cilantro in particular is... Uh, remember in the Seinfeld episode where Newman compares broccoli to a vile weed? <laughs> I suspect that if I ask Gary, I won't. But he he would probably compare cilantro to that. It's a vile weed. He would not do that because he's he's a pretty nice guy, really, because he knows I love it. But there really is scientific evidence as to why people... Um, either like it or don't. It's it's real. It's very real. And, and I think I've spoken about it before on a podcast, but I'm speaking about it again for a particular reason. For some people, cilantro tastes like soap. And it's just something that um, can't be helped. It just, it's it's in you. It's, it's just a fact that um, to some people, cilantro really is a vile weed that tastes like soap. Who wants to eat soap? But why I mention it today is because if you are one of those people that hates cilantro, have I got news for you. Facebook, on Facebook, there is a group for people who hate cilantro. So, all of you cilantro haters cilantro people who think it tastes like soap go there and chit chat about how much you hate it to me I think it that sounds pretty limited you're going to go to a group and you're going to talk about how you hate cilantro how many times can you do that I'm in a lot of groups on Facebook I find them really compelling very compelling but they're varied, too. It's like it will either be classic Hollywood, it will be about Art Deco, things that have scope and range. Hating cilantro seems very narrow, but who am I to say because I love cilantro. So um, get on Facebook, go find it, and uh, enjoy hating cilantro together. Gary sent me, I'm still going to talk about Gary a little bit, an article about how people who live by the sea are happier. The Telegraph in Great Britain did a study on this, and it was very involved, involved a lot of people, a lot of research, and the findings were, were really conclusive that, li that blue space is really important for your mental health, for anxiety, for depression, We've known for a long, long time that green space is important. They've done many studies on green space. How if you live near a park, that you should live near a park. You should 
be able to be in nature in one way or another. And a lot of communities have really focused on that. Certainly where we live, um, everything is landscaped. There's a lot of, of, of places to, uh, to be in nature, to, to be outdoors, and to, to feel the peace and to let the anxiety of the day go because you are, you are one with nature. So now we know that it's blue space is important as well. Now, what struck me is that I, I don't need the telegraph to tell me that because I have had that love forever, really, as long as I can remember. Now, my, my best friend in high school uh, is one of these people who hates the ocean. She hated the beach. She loved, I guess she still does, I don't know, uh, mountains. And so good for her. Um, I just never understood really why she felt the need to uh, kind of beat up the beach, which was the thing that I loved, the ocean. I don't want to be in it. I've said that many, many times. I don't need to be in the ocean. The ocean is home to sea creatures, and they don't come into my living room, so I don't want to go into theirs. But I love being near it, and I feel very fortunate to be near it, where I live, and and to be on the ocean in in vessels of some sort because I do agree with the study that it does bring peace and it does help you clear your mind and you realize how really insignificant you are when you stand before the ocean and as far as you can see it's it's water and uh, Gary and I were talking about the the vast ocean uh, situation of, of the earth, how much water there is in the uh, five oceans on planet earth. So now having relaxed myself so much talking about green space and blue space and cilantro, I'm going to talk a little bit about pop culture. Um, Us Weekly is pretty much a rag, but it falls into my into my inbox um, with the little with highlights of it because I like talking about about pop culture sometimes and and uh, so it's good that it drops in there because that's the only way I'm gonna see what uh, us puts out there. Um, is it true? Is it valid? Um, uh, who knows? Who knows really? Except the celebrities they talk about. One thing they they did was they promoted. Of course, it's all press agents hyping and promoting the the stars. It's get getting them uh, out there. So it's a, a press agent dream come true. Uh, Kelly Ripa has never had so much press as her daughter going off to college, and she continues to be talking about her daughter going to college. She lives in New York City, and her daughter is going to NYU. How dramatic can that possibly be, right? But uh, Kate Hudson was on there talking about her children. She has two boys and a daughter. They're all by different men. And the daughter's name is Ronnie, but they spell it R-A-N-I. And it's named after the father's uh, father, the child's grandfather, whose name is Ron, R-O-N. So why not spell the little girl's name R-O-N-I? 
I don't understand. It's confusing for everyone concerned, but celebrities, you know. But I will say this. Kate Hudson, in the thing that I read, it was all over the map. One minute she seems spaz, like a total spaz. And the next minute she seems really level-headed. And, and uh, you know, I think she's probably doing a pretty good uh, job of parenting these three kids vast ages. Her little girl is a year old in October. Her oldest son is 15. And her oldest son, Ryder, is really, really cute. He uh, had some pictures of him in a wow. He, he's, he really is a very, very handsome young teenager. So, uh, you know, Kate Hudson pontificating on how she raises her, her children. And, and she's pretty honest about sometimes you love your children and sometimes you can't stand them. <laughs> and I really did like her honesty. She was honest in a lot of ways. It's like, look, I'm doing the best I can here. That's not good enough. <laughs> Off you go. Uh, so she's, uh, she's kind of kooky, but uh, I think it's probably intentional in some ways. Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin Bieber got married again at their second wedding. Uh, now we just wait for the first divorce. Uh, you know how that goes. Heidi Klum and Seal got married on their you know wedding anniversary every year, all those years, had all the kids, and then divorced. So maybe not. Maybe Justin and Haley will be forever, and wouldn't that be grand? Uh, uh, John Voigt is pontificating as well, this time on the fact that Angelina Jolie is such a great mom. And I guess she is. Maddox is in college now. How can that be? I remember when she adopted Maddox, and now he's in college. Uh, she had her children. This is what prompted John to speak of Angelina. Again, more fodder to promote her movie. Uh, he was saying that... Uh, uh, you know, she had the children at the opening of the latest Maleficent movie, and uh, they're all, you know, they're all getting pretty big. Uh, Zahara and Pax, in particular, are looking much more grown up. Shiloh still looks like, a, a, you know, a, a young kid, and of course the, the twins do as well. But they look like a happy bunch, and. Um, you know, I, uh, parenting is hard, so I'm sure not judging anyone. So uh, I think that these children certainly do have an interesting life, uh, to say the very least. Uh, one of the headlines was that Angelina felt pressured by Brad to get married. Now, I didn't read that story because I really didn't care. Again, it just seemed like press fodder. Angelina Jolie does not strike me as the kind of woman that could be pressured into doing anything she really didn't want to do. So let's move on past Brad. Brad has moved on, it seems. So she should really do the same and, and uh, you know, just let that go. If he pressured her, then, hey, she let him. So uh, take responsibility there for your actions. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you listening. I think Gary got quiet over there on purpose with the clicking of the keys. He's working hard. And so I'm going to let him get back to it. Thanks for being here. If you get a chance, please visit our website, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Drill down into it. Use the search box. Don't just stay on the front page. There's a lot of stuff there, so check it out. We have contributors that you might find interesting. All sorts of stuff.
See me on Instagram at Pammy's Chit Chat in Palm Beach, Pam. Pamela Barker coming at you with my podcast today. Write me if you want to at Pam in the 561 at Gmail. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Stay with me.